Welcome to Life in Full Expression with me, your host, Beth Wolf. In this show, we will explore, elevate, expand, and learn how to live your best life. Have you ever wondered what it feels like to live your life in full expression or create an expansive vision for your future? Get ready to be energized to fully express yourself, discover your heart's clarity for dynamic direction and life decisions, and develop your unique capabilities so you are delivering your ever-increasing capacities into your world. Join me, Beth Wolf, and unleash the limitless capabilities of your soul, experiencing amazement, collaboration, fun, and purpose. Life in full expression starts now. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Beth Wolf. I'm excited that you're here with me you amazing souls that are investing in yourself today is a topic that I'm going to talk about today. It's uh, again from one of my favorite authors, Neville Goddard. It's a little tiny book called The Wealth Mindset. And I'm going to talk about today, share with you about the art of investments. And it's not so much about investing financially as it is investing your time your moments, the very now. So last um, episode, I talked about from the same book, we talked about the mental path to wealth in multiple dimensions of life and full expression. And there's much more in this tiny little book about the mental path to wealth. And when I talk about wealth, I'm not just talking about money. Um, we're going to speak about that today, but wealth, uh, I want you to look at it as a very harmonious and multidimensional wealth that you're wealth, you're wealthy in your environment. You're wealthy in your spirituality, your physicality, uh, emotionally, intellectually, that kind of wealth. And in the previous episode, I talked about Neville giving us really three fundamentals in a mental path of wealth. And it's self-observation, having a definition of aim and detachment. So if you want to know more about that, go back to the previous episode and I talk more in depth about that. So today it's going to be about spending and investing our moments of time. And I'm going to share a few little chapters of this book as well as read some stories that Neville has in there about an amazing man called Jimmy Fuller. But this all started with Neville sharing that his wife had this amazing dream and was woke with a voice being told to her very distinctly. The voice said to her with great authority, it said, you must stop spending your thoughts your time and your money. Everything in life must be an investment. And it was felt very, very strongly to her. And Neville's wife quickly wrote it down as she woke up from her sleep and went straight to the dictionary to look up the two important words in the sentence. And this is one of my favorite things to do is look up words, almost look at the root of where they came from and unpack them. And so when I started reading this story, I was like, oh, this is exciting already. But what she found in a simplistic uh, definition of spending is to waste, to squander, to lay out without return. Now, I want to say too that spending is not necessarily always bad. Let's not put that definition with it. Um, instead of focus on the last part of that definition where it says to lay out without return. So sometimes you are going to be spending knowing that you are not going to have a return on it. Well, the word invest she found is to lay out for a purpose for which a profit is expected. So again, to invest is to lay out for a purpose where spending it's laid out without a return. Well, then, you know, Neville began to analyze this sentence a bit more. He says that you must stop spending your thoughts, your time and your money for everything in life must be an investment. And Neville dwelt upon this. He saw that everything is now. I know there's a book written by Eric Tolle that's called The Power of Now, um, and that is an extraordinary text. I've read part of it, not the whole thing. 
that through the portals of the present, Neville said, that really all time must pass. And this psychological now, this is really what we're talking about with Neville. If you're not familiar with him, he's all about life being basically your own drama, that you're the author, you're the director, you're the producer, writer, actor of your life. And so he was talking about that the psychological now that we find ourselves in, the state in which he would find himself in the now, or I would find myself or yourself, does not recede into the past. It advances into his future. So he's really, you know, if you haven't heard this, guarding the portal of your mind is really investing in the now. So what I do, what you do in the now is the all important thing. And Neville shares that thought is the coin of heaven. And if you read other parts of his literature and stories, you'll find out more about this. I'll allude to this a little bit more, but we're not going to go too deep into that. But in essence, the coin of heaven, it's the money of heaven. And another way to look at that is its ideas. It's, it's a state of consciousness. It's a state of mind. And so the thought you and I entertain right now in this moment, the thought to which you and I consent is um, as told to us in actually an amazing little scripture in the Bible um, that Neville brings out of the book of Ephesians in the New Testament. And it says, all things, when they are admitted, really area made manifest by the light and all things when they are manifested are light. So again, all things when they are admitted, when you guys and I admit that it is true psychologically inside of us, that creates the now. So here we go. Let's unpack this because that can be a little bit hard to understand at first. I have read Neville over and over and over again, and it goes deeper and deeper. So here Neville explains the powerful use of thought. The word light is defined as consciousness. So the state to which you and I consent must be made manifest. So if you're consenting to thoughts and feelings by Neville's understanding of the laws of the universe, it's actually going to be made manifest. And when it is manifest, it's only that state of consciousness made visible, coming to bear witness of the state in which you and I abided in, that we abided to, that we're almost like you're swimming in this state of thought and feeling. So we are either investing or spending. Every moment of time, we are either spending, remember that's without a return, or we're investing where you're expecting a return and it has purpose. And most of us, at times, if we're not awake, we're actually spending our coin of heaven. We live in possibly negative states and it doesn't give us or provide us with much of a return, right? Or it's not providing the return that we would really love. So instead of spending the moment, we could have invested the moment. So at the end of the day, we really would have a wonderful portfolio. I like the way Neville puts that, that we could have a wonderful portfolio, just like you would be thinking that you would have a wonderful portfolio with financial investments. We want that because we would love and expect a great return in those investments. But Neville talks about often that in religion, most often investing just, we would invest maybe just one day a week. You know, I grew up just going to church one day a week. And in this kind of service, we may be lifted a little for a moment in that day. You might be carried away by a song or a music that goes on or a message. And I definitely recall this when I was attending church on a regular basis. But the rest of the week, you and I might be spending our coins of heaven rather than investing them. 
And you may know from experience, if you put all your money into one great concern, it may be wonderful and sound, but at the end of a year, the directors may decide to reorganize and pass a dividend, right? If you're familiar with that. And if you and I depend on that dividend check for our daily needs, thought is good, firm, wonderful concern. When they decided to pass it on, then you and I must either, in a financial way, sell some stock or raise or borrow on it if we want to. So Neville goes on to say, every moment of time you and I can have a most marvelous portfolio comes down to choice. If we want to decide to have a most marvelous portfolio. And if you and I pass a dividend, it, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter in that essence. So devote every moment of our time to constructive thinking. And I chose to move it a little bit more from just positive thinking to constructive thinking. So a little bit of unpacking that word constructive, it means with structure. And we live in a universe that's in structure. And so that's really going to serve us to have thoughts that are creating some kind of structure that you would like a return on and that they have purpose. Neville goes on to say that by not accepting any rumor that doesn't contribute to the fulfillment of your desire, that's constructive thinking. That's investment thinking. No matter what it is, it could be the most obvious fact in the world. If it doesn't contribute to the fulfillment of your dreams, then here's what he's advising us. Don't accept it. Remember, we're talking about what's going on inside of you psychologically. If you do, if we accept something that is negative continually over and over and over again, then according to Neville, now we're spending our thoughts. We're spending the coin of heaven. We're not investing in it. So if not, he's instructing us to actually, by not denying, but by complete indifference, complete non-acceptance, you churn what you wish you could have heard instead of what you heard you're investing. So let's say you heard something and you're like, oh, I could accept that as true. But instead you go, no, that's not what I want to hear because that would be spending the coin of my own heaven. And so instead I'm going to be completely indifferent to it. And that is going to be investing my thoughts. Now this takes practice. It just, you know, if you're listening to this kind of stuff for the first time, it might be a little bit challenging, but it's a practice just like any other skill. He goes on to say, it's not the hearing that matters. It's the admitting the truth of it that matters. So you might hear something come to you, but then it's our choice to go, am I going to admit that that is my truth? Am I going to accept it? Am I going to bring it in and I'm just going to let it abide in me, you know, like I'm going to swim around in it? That's when really we kind of get into the drama of things. We might repeat things over and over again that really is not in alignment with our true desires and our dreams. Neville goes on to say that all things when they are admitted, um, not all things when they are heard. Again, just reiterating that it's all about admitting it. But if you and I give consent to it, let's say you've given, given consent to a non, a destructive thinking, um, a negative thinking, um, if you and I accept it as true, then you and I either spend by acceptance or you invest depending on the nature of the state accepted. We are spending when we give consent and accept conditions as true. Remember this within us, it's not conditions outside of us that have already manifested. So if you're accepting um, an idea, a thought, a feeling that is not in, in alignment with your true desires and your true dreams, then basically you're spending your thoughts for sure on that. Well, Neville says that time is precious. And I want us to just take a short break, let that kind of 
articulate, articulate down into you. That was a lot in this first part, but let's go ahead and take a break. And after this break, we're going to come back and I want to talk to you a little bit more about how time is precious and how we can really amplify that even more. So I'll be right back after this short break. struggling to find peace in your addiction recovery? Hi, I'm Tanya D, a spiritual life recovery coach and founder of The Peace We Crave. After getting and staying sober, I asked myself, now what? In my relentless pursuit of serenity, for the precious gift of sobriety, my Creating Calm and Recovery program was born. It's a 90-day personal spiritual journey that helps you remove blocks, get clarity, and experience sobriety on a whole new level. Please book your free discovery call today. Visit thepeacewecrave.com. Are you living life in full expression? Join me, Beth Wolf, on Life in Full Expression each Monday at noon Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn how to explore, elevate, expand, and live your best life, discover the seven dimensions of life blueprint of expression. Get ready to fully express, develop your limitless capacity, and experience amazement to become an igniter and inspire. Visit BethWolf.com to discover the dynamic coaching of life in full expression. Join Dr. Ellie Zarabian, host of From Chaos to Connection, Growing from Pain to Community, every second and fourth Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You can impact the world in the most powerful way. Whatever your spiritual background or cultural heritage, you can transform pain and trauma into community and well-being. On Chaos to Connection, Dr. Ellie helps you identify what you need to make progress on your life's journey. Visit CenterOnPeace.com. Hi, I'm Patricia McNair, host of Divine Guidance with Patricia, and I'm here to help you live a more authentic, spiritually connected life. Join me every first and third Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Being who you are in everyday life is the key to unlocking soul wisdom within that our whole self already knows. Get ready to embrace your spiritual, mental, and emotional well-being, your whole being. Discover your gifts and strengthen your connection to spirit. We will explore earth guidance, divine truth, and love, past life lessons, and so much more. So listen in to Divine Guidance with Patricia and join in your personal adventure to triggering, opening, validating, and being all that you are. For more information about me, visit divineguidance.earth. Welcome back, you guys, to we're talking about the art of investment. And when I'm really talking about time, I'm your host, Beth Wolf, with Life in Full Expression. And in this segment, I want to share with you more about what Neville is talking about in the investment of time and that time is precious from a little tiny book that he wrote, um, The Wealth Mindset. But sometimes in these small books, there's so much wisdom. So uh, again, let's go back to this revelation from Neville's wife made him aware of investing his time, but it very much made me aware of investing my time. Like even today, as I was talking with my partner, Kelly, and prepping this, a lot of times I'll prep these and I'll think, oh, oh, this podcast is actually really for my own life at this time. And just noticing the words and thoughts that were coming out of my mouth. Am I spending or am I investing? And it just really keeps me awake as I learn and study for myself. So it's it's just a true pleasure to share this with you today. Because um, Neville writes that he said, I must invest. I love the clarity that this man had when he was on earth. He was so clear about what he wanted and desired and what he expected. He said that time is too precious and these moments don't recede, they don't pass away. Now I want you to hear that 
he's sharing these moments don't recede and they don't pass away. Why is he telling us that? Why is he sharing that with us? And let me just let us unpack that a little bit. Because he says, they're always advancing into my future to either confront me with a waste or to show me some wonderful return. So that's what's going on with spending or investing our thoughts. They're always advancing into our own future. They're either going to confront you or I with waste, no purpose, no return, or they're going to show us some wonderful return if we're investing them. So if you and I invest, it's for a purpose. And therefore, as Neville says, I hope, not only hope, I expect a reward. Notice what Neville does. He says, I expect a reward. I expect profit on my investment. So a moment invested now, right now, in this moment that you're listening to this, this very day could tomorrow pay you and I, him, great dividends. So I want to share with you a cool story that Neville shares about a man by the name of Jimmy Fuller. Now, this is a uh, African-American black man. Again, Neville uh, was alive in the early 20th century. So the amounts of money that you're going to hear are going to be a little bit lower compared to where we are in 2023. Well, Neville begins by telling a story that he was at. He was at this meeting that he was speaking at in this particular theater. And uh, Jimmy really wanted to come and listen to him and um, on a regular basis. And Neville was promoted by the original speaker. And again, so the story takes place decades and decades ago. And Jimmy wanted to go, but the cost of attending Neville's lecture, are you ready, was $2. <laughs> this is a long time ago. Well, Jimmy actually, he said, really all I have to my name is $54. I have a wife, I have a little boy, and he, according to Jimmy, he says we couldn't leave the little child alone, he was just a baby, um, so they needed to have a sitter. But um, him and his wife came to everything that they could uh, by Neville, but this one particular night they needed a sitter and they didn't necessarily have the money to do that, um, to pay for a sitter. Well, um, Neville begins to share that Jimmy again, is this black African man, very different decades ago to be a black African man. And in this time of history, that marks really, it, Neville writes that Jimmy was marked with the stripes of the world were against him. In other words, it was not necessarily the most profitable time in our American history to be a black African man. Um, and even before this time. And what Neville was trying to convince him, it was only in his mind. Um, imagine that. I, I mean, if you're a black woman or a black man listening to this and you hear that and Neville's telling you that, or you're like, are you kidding me, Neville? Have you seen the conditions and circumstances that we are going through as black people in this United States of America? But hang on and listen to this story because Jimmy Fuller is amazing how he takes Neville's teachings and puts them into work. So um, he's got this mindset of the stripes that were placed upon him, his acceptance that as restrictions were made to restrictions, there was a lot of restrictions on black Americans. And if he could only drop it by non-acceptance, so I'm going back to what I talked about in the first segment. He, Neville is actually asking Jimmy to drop these marks and stripes by this long history in America, to drop it by non-acceptance, by complete indifference to the pigment of his skin, and that he could accomplish his dream by acceptance of it now. <sighs> Easier said than done, right? All right, well, stay tuned. Here we go. Well, in the last year, Neville says, Jimmy Fuller, by complete acceptance of his desires, his dream, his vision, investing his moments, his nows, his thinking, his psychological thinking, 
He turned the year into a net profit, $250,000. That's a lot of money decades and decades ago. He didn't have one penny when he started. Jimmy, he didn't. He didn't raise large capital. He didn't have it. He only invested God's coin. God, the infinite, gave it to him, you know? If we look at God, you could call it infinite, you can call it universe, you can call it source. What really ever resonates with you, Neville always re, re, um, pretty much always resourced God as the word um, God and didn't call it infinite in universe. So he gave the infinite really every moment to Jimmy Fuller, which is, is so instead of spending his thoughts instead of Jimmy spending the thoughts and accepting I'm marked I'm striped because of the pigment of my skin his time thinking he had no money which everyone does he knew that thought was money Neville is now teaching Jimmy that the coin of heaven is thought and Neville writes so Jimmy invested his thought in the now he knew that his thought wasn't going to recede and vanish from sight, that it was an investment. It would advance into his future. Well, it did. It's so advanced that he tells me now everything he touches turns to gold. So this is Jimmy telling Neville, everything I touch turns to gold now that I've been applying this um, basically acceptance and being completely indifferent to the marks and stripes of the pigment of my skin. Well, Jimmy has three children now and they come every Sunday to Sunday school and he doesn't want his children to start with his stripes. So he wants them to feel what this church is giving that Neville is saying every Sunday that they go. So Jimmy tells Neville, Many a Sunday, he felt like taking off to the beach or up to the mountains and with his wife, but he, he won't go because he wants his children to have the opportunity he didn't have. And this opportunity is the coin of heaven, the thoughts. So Jimmy tells Neville, my people were very religious, but they must have worshiped a very poor God for they were steeped in poverty. So I just wouldn't go near the churches of my mother and my brothers and these people because I couldn't conceive of such a God doing that to us. Yet they never missed a service. When I found, when Jimmy found what uh, he found here in the Science of Mind Church that Neville was speaking at, he brought his children to Sunday school every Sunday. Now, this is what happened to them, Jimmy and his family here. God is love and love surrounds them. And they know nothing but love, that God, the infinite is love. So one day, Jimmy's little girl, which is the youngest of three, was really quite sick. And as um, they said, she had a beastly cold. And that night when the little boys, her brothers said prayers for their sister, guess what they said? They said, thank you, God, that sister is perfect tomorrow. They couldn't look at this little girl, their little sister that was sick as she was and say, thank you, God, that sister was well now, but they said, thank you, God, that sister is perfect tomorrow. Neville, it was a miracle, Jimmy said. The next day that child was perfect. There wasn't any sign of a cold, a complete absence of all that we might, that we saw the night before. And these two little brothers simply gave thanks. Look at the thought of appreciation, gratitude, and thanks. So the other part of Jimmy wanting to give this amazing um, law of the universe to his sons, one of his little boys wanted to have a watch. And Jimmy knew that he could buy his son thousands of watches, but he wanted his little son to learn a law which I didn't know until recently, meaning Jimmy didn't know until recently. So Jimmy filled his mind with the possession of a watch and he spoke of the watch as alive, one that ticks, one that's alive, not a toy watch. So then he filled his mind, the little boy is filling his mind 
applying this law of the universe that he's totally got it on his wrist. And on his way home from school, he found a watch. Now he knows the working of the law, Jimmy says, that the complete acceptance of the state and the consciousness must result in an externalization of the state accepted. So if he accepts the watch, he doesn't need to turn to his earthly father as the medium through which the watch will come. Jimmy says, I don't want to think for one second he has to point to his father or his, his mother as the only channels through which his good will come. Jimmy wants his son to recognize that the infinite father and an infinite source, the father is the source of all, not the earthly father, but the infinite universe who gave him um, to him everything that he will accept. So that little boy accepted that law of the universe that if he kept seeing it as he was already possessing it. See, this work all starts inside of us, not outside of us. Inside, not outside. And Jimmy says that he wanted his children to learn it as he had learned it. Remember, Jimmy started with $54. Now he's got $250,000. And like Jimmy said, he could have showered them with all kinds of gifts, but then they looked they would be looking to Jimmy as the only channel through which it will come. And his kids wouldn't even known the power that their mind and their, their brain and their feelings actually have inside of them. And Jimmy wanted to go on to say that I must not accept. So you should see the little boys and the little girl actually live by the law. God to them is love and the only reality and love surrounds them. And that, you know, me being a mom of, of two grown daughters, I've seen this many, many times in my own daughter's lives where they have wanted to really experience something and have something. And, um, and I would give them this aspect of the law of believe that you already have it with you, that it's already, it's already in your possession. And opportunities will come into your life. The doors will be open in order for you to step through them. And then really, Maddie and Ellie get to learn that they can operate this law and that they can accept and manifest these things for themselves. So that's a great story about Jimmy. There's more stories in that book um, that Jimmy Fuller did. He actually went on to be an incredible investor in a lot of real estate. And he even sold property to white men at that time, which was really super unusual, but it did happen. So we're going to come back after this next break. And I want to teach you about learning the art of investment. And for everything in our life, there must be an investment. So just to keep practicing this and drilling this in. So let's take another short break. Let that marinate, let you abide in that as well. And I'll be right back after this message. Because It's Easy Approach is an easier path in making your life simple. No matter what trauma you may have experienced in your life, you can feel positive, confident, and learn to laugh and have fun again. Coach Easy is an empowered empath and believes that having God in your life is the key to giving you the courage to chase those demons right out of there. Learn to set boundaries, be whoever you want, and do whatever you want without worrying what anyone else thinks. The best is yet to come. Let Coach Easy show you the easy way there. Visit CauseIt'sEasy.com. Get ready to step into a level of self-worth never before experienced on The Ohm Show with Tanya Butson. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You will shift from longing to creating to discover that there is something better. You will never settle for being in a state of perpetual darkness again. For more information and to connect with Tanya, visit OrganicallyMeta.ca. 
Are you living life in full expression? Join me, Beth Wolf, on Life in Full Expression each Monday at noon Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn how to explore, elevate, expand, and live your best life, discover the seven dimensions of life blueprint of expression. Get ready to fully express, develop your limitless capacity, and experience amazement to become an igniter and inspire. Visit BethWolf.com to discover the dynamic coaching of life in full expression. Designing Purpose, your guide to finding and pursuing the career you were meant for with me, your host, Brooke Kretz, airing every second and fourth Thursday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. What if it were possible to leave the job you hate and pursue the career venture you were meant for while still earning the income you need? If you are curious about how I can support you, visit www.thepurposefulpractice.com. Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martinet. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and make your appointment today. Welcome back to this final segment of Life in Full Expression. I'm your host, Beth. So excited to be here with you. We're talking about the art of investment, spending your thoughts or investing your thoughts and uh, diving into this little tiny book written by Neville Goddard, really on the um, mental path to wealth. So where we're going to take off here is Neville writes that we know the truth this platform radiates the truth that he was speaking from you're told that everything proceeds out of your own consciousness and remember he talks about from his perspective that consciousness is light and that what you and you alone accept as true will externalize and mold itself in your environment Needless to say, do we have a lot of power inside of us? I think we do. He goes on to say that all the conditions that you'll encounter will simply bear witness to the state you've accepted. So let's pause for a moment. Ask yourself a question. What am I accepting right now in my life that I don't like, I don't want? You know, write it down. Just take a pause. Write down that question. What am I accepting in my life right now that really doesn't truly resonate with who and what I am? Yeah, even pause this video if you're listening to the recording. Neville says that, well, if you don't like what you're encountering, then stop spending and learn the art of investment. For every moment of time is an opportunity to invest, not spend. So maybe on the other side of that piece of paper, Right, what would I really love to invest my time in? And I'm, I'm, I'm asking you not so many investing in things, but I'm asking the question from what kind of thoughts do you want to invest in? What kind of feelings do you want to invest in? So he goes on to say that yet on the other hand, you and I are free. We're free to waste every coin in the world for that we have a right. We're free beings. We can spend. We need not invest. But if you know you can invest, why not choose the wiser way? Why not choose constructive thinking rather than destructive thinking? We've told um, Neville, being a connoisseur of the Bible, quotes out of the 13th chapter of Deuteronomy, which is in the Old Testament. It says this, the commandment I command you this day is not hidden and it isn't far off. It's near unto thee. It is in thy mouth and in thy heart. Now, 
I set before you this day life and good, death and evil, blessings and cursings. Choose life, choose blessings. That's Deuteronomy. And Neville says, but the choice is ours, for we're free. The infinite sets before us this day, this very moment, a commandment. The infinite or God sets everything before us. It's not far away. It's not in our tongue right now. And, bef and before we now, before we the now is a blessing or a curse. We can decide is now going to be a blessing or is it going to be a curse? And you and I can accept the fact you don't like, maybe Neville's talking from the, the podium, and this is really great for us to hear this. So just imagine yourself speaking, either you're in a circle of friends or you're with one person or you're on a podium like Neville. And he says this, I can accept the fact that you don't like me. It doesn't matter. You may actually love me, but if I accept the fact that you don't like me and I don't like the teaching, I'm spending my time. Tomorrow, you'll prove to me that I have spent my time by your own behavior relative to me. On the other hand, if I accept the fact that you don't like it because you're proving it, then I'd have no doubt in my mind that you couldn't do anything other than contribute to this teaching. So it's up to me to either bless myself or curse myself. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of power inside our own mind and heart. Neville says that I can choose life or I can choose death. I can choose the good, but I am free and I can choose the evil period. It's entirely up to me. But if you and I love this, accept it and believe it, then we're wise indeed. If knowing the whole is before us, we go out determined to become investors, not spenders, not wasting and squandering our substance, but laying it out for a purpose. Are you investing your thoughts and feelings with purpose? That is the original substance that is all around us. He goes on to say that every moment become conscious of that moment. What are you doing? Am I accepting now? The fact that I am a noble, dignified, wonderful being. You notice Neville's uh, vocabulary there, that you're noble, dignified, and wonderful being. That my God, my infinite, is proud of the person who is like it. So I'll not hear or accept as true anything other than that which contributes to that noble concept I hold of myself. An interesting exercise I've just done recently that one of my other readings gave me is to write down 50 things that I love about myself. You want to do that with me? I would love to invite you to do that with me. Go ahead and go for it this week. Write down 50 things that you love about yourself. And I got to, I think about 13, 14, and I had to take a pause. I was like, okay. And um, what I've given myself as an invitation is for me to read these 50 things that I love about myself often. Um, the challenge is to read it every day, um, but come with me on that. Write 50 things that you love about yourself. All right, and Neville goes on to say, because I, I wanna go back here. The writing those 50 things about yourself is really a part of holding that noble concept of yourself. The more that you are building that light of love inside of yourself, then you can give that away. You're that energy. So it's really important that you hold a noble concept of yourself. Well, back to Neville, he says that I'll see that I am secure. <sighs> love that. Uh, maybe a headline, would startle the world, but all not accepted. For if I don't admit to it, it can't proceed out of me. Like, don't let it in, and it can't proceed out of you. 
for all the things when they are admitted are made manifest none unless they are admitted so here's another question that you can write down from this podcast what are you allowing yourself to admit to that's manifested in your life that you don't like and if you did the opposite of that what could you allow from your thoughts and feelings and admit to that would manifest in your life those are great questions yeah so neville says that so if i now will admit i am using this moment as my moment to invest in my ideal if i admit i am what reason denies what my senses deny i proceed in that assumption knowing that even though it doesn't confirm itself tonight or tomorrow like you're not seeing evidence in it in the 3d world yet i'll still live in the assumption that i am what i want to be and all day i'll tune in and listen only for the good report there's a little bit more in this book where jimmy fuller actually shares that he sits in and imagines the psychological drama going on with his businesses that all he hears is good reports good reports good he just sits there and practices it i was like i have not done that in my own business it was a great idea that i got from jimmy fuller so if you're struggling in an area of your business or something like that in one of your dimensions of life and full expression you could do what Jimmy Fuller does and imagine you're hearing all these good news, all this good news, whether it's in physical, spiritual, environmental, whatever it is. So back to that. And all day, I'll tune in and listen only for the good report. I know these are investments and tomorrow these dividend checks, you know, little air quotes there, dividend checks must come. They must come. That's the law of our being. So everyone here, take it to heart and know you don't need money. When, you know, we're here in the 2023 and Jimmy's saying, hey, I only had $54 and it went into 250,000 and it wasn't by borrowing more money or having capital. To the hundreds of you who said to me in private, he must have had money. In other words, people are saying to Neville Goddard that Jimmy must have had some money somewhere. Neville says, I know now the story. I didn't know it when you boldly claim that he must have had money, but now I have it from the source. Jimmy Fuller only had $54 and the $54 were spent coming to my meetings, even when he couldn't spend a dollar on his sitter. So there it is right there, you know, Jimmy Fuller was making a choice to invest his moments, um, the coin of heaven thoughts that actually would change his internal thinking and feeling. So Neville says, so I tell you, he didn't have it yet. He has it today, but you don't need even $54. All you need is time and you have it. It's now. And all you need is the thought that's money. So instead of spending the thought in the now, invest the thought in the now. For your now, this very moment as I stand here, and I'll get off, as Neville says, off the platform in a little while, and you'll think now he's gone, and he'll come back next year. It doesn't go. What I am doing now isn't going to slip away. It's going to move forward and embody itself as a condition, embody itself as the circumstance of my life. My nows, my reactions to what I'm hearing and saying and seeing, all my reactions are spelling out my tomorrow. So now we'll repeat some self and says through the doorway of now. And he quotes again from the Bible. He says, because Jesus said, I am the door. I am is always first person present. Not I was the door or I will be the door. 
I am the door. I am the resurrection. The reason why Neville is pointing that out so much is that we are living in the now, in the present. So you're investing your thoughts in the present tense right now. What we are saying about ourselves in this very moment is going to proceed into the future. It's going to proceed into the tomorrows of our lives. And Jesus in the Old Hebrew, the Old Testament, is the word Yeshua or Yeshua, and it means saving. So anything that is going to save you from your particular condition, circumstance, or situation, you're the door. I'm, I'm the door for mine, and you're the door for yours. So you're saying to yourself, I am the door. I am the resurrection. I'm the one that's saving this. It starts first with your thought and feelings. The opportunities come to you and you step through that door. So again, devil says, so what I do in the present now isn't going to recede. It's going to advance into my future for through the door of the present of the now all time must pass. Don't spend it as passing through the door of the now. Invest it every moment of your life. See that it's a positive, constructive, noble moment. I promised you a wonderful, healthy, radiant future if you'll invest the now in such a way. And I want to just finish this podcast now with a quote by Neville. He says that, when a person learns the art of thinking, and I'm going to add in there the art of thinking and feeling, from the end, from the end in mind, that person is a master of their fate. For they define their end, they formulate an aim in life, and then feels feel, they feel themselves right into the situation of that end. So again, one of my favorite things from Neville is assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled. And the greatest thing that you can do for yourself today is ask those powerful questions from the end and powerful answers and solutions will come to you. So remember that you are the door. Invest your moments. Don't just spend them. Go out there that you have a purpose and expecting a return. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for joining me on Transformation Talk Radio. Have a great day, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Life in Full Expression with me, Beth Wolf. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be your most elevated self and pursue a path of fulfillment, clarity, expansion, fun, and live in your best life. If you would like to discover the seven dimensions of your life blueprint of expression, to fully express yourself, reveal your heart's clarity for dynamic direction, and activate your unique capability, visit BethWolf.com. That's Beth, W-O-L-F-E.com. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers.